Hey, hello. Welcome to Buzztown After the Buzzer. Uh, this is our eighth episode of Such. My name is Jack Purdy, the assistant sports editor of The Technique. And if you are on campus today, you can see my cover story on the front page of an interview we did with Buzz. We literally interviewed a mascot. Um, it went it went way better than uh, one would expect. Uh, but today we're here to talk about the Tech women's basketball team. They just started their ACC tournament run last night against Wake Forest with a win. Uh, they it was the second round of the tournament. Uh, they as a six seed, the Jackets got to skip the first round, where the last few seeds had to play an extra game. Uh, this was the 76th meeting all time between Wake and Tech. Tech had just won this past Sunday in the season finale against Wake Forest. So a quick turnaround against the same team. Uh, this was Tech's what is it? Their uh, 63rd uh, all time game in the ACC tourney. They've only they're actually only 19 and 42 all time, which is kind of surprising. Um, but regardless, uh, in this game, it was kind of a uh, big note was that Christina Mora was not playing for Wake Forest. She played, uh, two days ago in their first game against Virginia, but she had a non COVID illness that came up. Uh, so she was out. Uh, this was of course a do or die game, single elimination tournament. Uh, and the winner was going to, is going to play Notre Dame, which, which, uh, spoiler tech one, uh, overall though, this game was, if it wasn't a postseason game, it honestly was kind of a dud to watch, uh, the scoring was just not there. Uh, it wasn't a bad defensive game, though. I would say for Tech, uh, it was. It felt a lot more like their the, the the bulk of their regular season games. So that was good to see. Uh, but the game ended up being, I think, better defined by just the stars that were not playing in this game uh, outside of Christina Mora, which we will get into as I go through the game itself. Tech did get off to a pretty great start. Actually, they were six up sixteen to six after the first quarter. So getting some points early. Uh, Aaliyah Love uh, had seven to start. She had the first seven points of the game, excuse me, uh, and the starting five were out there the entire first quarter, so put the foot on the gas pedal and made use of it really well. Uh, the second quarter, though, was uh, I would describe as hot garbage. Uh, somehow Tech was still winning by the end of it. It goes to show how, I think, good defensively they were playing, but also just how little offensive creativity Wake Forest had because Jewel Spear was just not on the floor that much. Uh, I think she was battling a, an ankle injury that she had to get it taped in the second quarter. Uh, and just looked visibly gassed in this game, as she did two days ago against Virginia. Wait, Wake was 2 of 12 shoot. Oh, no, Tech was 2 of 12 shooting the entire quarter. The big thing, though, was that about 30 seconds into the second quarter, Lorella Kubai got tripped up while trying to while trying to pass the ball after a defensive rebound, and she just face-planted hard on the floor, like really, really hard. Um, turns out she had a lacerated chin. Uh, they took her to the locker room. Uh, it wasn't I don't think it was terribly bloody or whatever, but... She ended up staying out the rest of the game, which was one big thing. Simultaneously, though, Spear was not in the game also because that was when she was getting her ankle retaped. So, two of, basically, honestly, the two most important people in the game just weren't there for various injury-related reasons. But for Wake Forest, they were very easily able to take advantage on the rebounding front end of things because Kubai not being there on the defensive rebounding was a huge, huge deal. Uh, Wake got to 10 offensive rebounds quite quickly. Um and that helped Tech basically have a seven-minute drought of scoring, which is part of the 2-0-12 they had uh, in the quarter. Dinya uh, Stroutman got a layup that ended that after about seven minutes, uh, and then there wasn't another bucket, bucket until Nerea Hermosa had a, had a turnaround jump. I think it was a turnaround jumper near the end of the end of the quarter, but Tech scored four points again in a quarter, which they did recently against Miami in a game where they got killed. Uh, but 
Wake shot 15% by this point in the game, and so they the Jackets were still up 20-13 to 13 at halftime despite only scoring four points. It was literally a 10-point quarter combined between the two teams. In the third quarter, Jewel Spear was back in much more consistently, uh, and it had an immediate impact. Uh, she was able to help space the floor better, help draw defend, draw, draw key defenders. Uh, Samuel got a three, which was huge for Wake because that, really, that was their first real jolt that they had gotten in the game. But Sarah Bates, after basically not landing a three in one and a half games, uh, finally put one in, uh, and that answer to the back kept the lead. I think at four or five. Uh, but because Kubai was out for a, basically three quarters of the game, uh, Aisha Wone Arana got a lot of times, well, a lot of time on the floor because she was one of the other bigs we had on the bench. Uh, she was much more of a defensive asset, I would say, than offensive. She only made one bucket. It was a key bucket though when she did make the bucket. Um, Tech again went on a long scoring drought. They were not. They didn't score for five minutes. But it was overlapped with the Wake Forest four-minute scoring drought, so they really got helped right there. Uh, Tech had four turnovers in a five-minute stretch to end the half. Um, Wake, though, finished one of ten shooting to end the half. So just very little was happening at all during the second quarter. Third quarter as well, Tech only ended up scoring ten points between the second and third quarters. Uh, Kubai, though, was back on the bench after the third quarter. uh, was after third, yeah, after the third quarter. Uh, that's where they announced that she wasn't going to play the rest of the game. She was still in her uniform though, so at least it wasn't a full-on got out of uniform or whatnot. So I think in an emergency she could have come back in, but she didn't really need to. Uh, and then Coles came, uh, who was one of the one of uh, Wake Forest's bench players, shrunk the lead to two at one point. Uh, Tech brought it back up to four or three or four, and then Jewel Spear. This is her only, I think, notable bucket of the game. She uh, tied it at thirty-fourth, about five and a half left in the fourth. Uh, and that's where this game kind of started up. playing a lot more like Sunday's game, where Tech was up most of the game, um, but in the end, just uh, fourth quarter, Wake was able to get back in there. And then Tech was up enough at the end to cause Wake Force to start fouling because Lodomai Lotsen made an incredibly clutch, clutch three with about a minute left that made the lead four at 43-39. Uh, and then Wake started fouling, and uh, the another part of how miserable this game was in some regards Tech had four chances to go to the line in the final minute, and they made two of their free throws. Um, Wake had gotten to the bonus well before. It, it was it was hard to watch because a team that it I mean technically shoots about seventy percent free throw shooting, which I mean isn't awfully. That's most of the points you need. Um, but they just were just giving Wake Forest opportunities to get back in the game in the final minute. I, the big deal was that Jewel Spear was just visibly gassed. Um, they, they event, Wake eventually was having to take her out during defensive possessions just because she just was not going to be able to keep up uh, and they just needed her shooting more than anything just to get her open. Uh, Wake only scored one point in that final minute so Tech would won 45 well, Tech wins 45-40 to move on to play Notre Dame of which uh, this was the second lowest scoring game ever in the ACC tourney. tourney. They showed a graphic that there was a 44 point game at one or a 84 point game this was 85 points. Um, calling this I mean, obviously, I think by only scoring 45 points, this is Tech's worst win that they could have had. I mean, there was there was they played a team that somehow was worse than them. It was they, they Wake Forest had every shot to win this game, um, but Spear being out for so long helped. Tech shot 39% from free throws, so if, I mean, literally make two or three more of those, and the game radically, radically changes. Tech led for 39 minutes and one second in a game where they only scored 45 points, which seems impossible. Um, and I would hearken back to Nell Fortner's quote from the Clemson game where they also led for a lot of the game. And she she said afterwards, she's like, it didn't feel like we were winning until the, until the final buzzer sounded. And I'm sure she felt the same tonight or last night. 
Uh, yeah, there was only Tech scored 13 points between the second and third quarter, not 10. But they scored 16 in the first and fourth quarters. So, you know, I, enough. They did enough when they needed to do enough. Uh, Wake finished 0 of 6 shooting. Aliyah Love led the team with 16 points. Spear had 11. Uh, somehow, basically, had one like the uh, only real source of uh, offensive jolt from them from Wake Forest. Strout was very efficient in this game. Um, most efficient in terms of efficiency stats. Uh, Mai had a really high usage rate, which was necessary once Kubai was out. Uh, Wake was running a 2-3 zone defense, which was they did, which did really well to stifle Naraya Hermosa on the offensive end once Kubai was out because that high-low game was effectively gone. Uh, one AR not isn't, I think, up to... Yeah, it doesn't have the height to match that well, and Wake Force has a couple 6-2 starters that were able to match well with Nerea. But she did get uh, 50% floor percentage, which was pretty good. Coles, uh, or... Uh, yeah, Coles at the... Had a 9.2 game score despite some foul trouble. Uh, she has some high leverage buckets, which I think was why she led the game in that. Uh, Mai was actually a plus nine in terms of plus minus while on the floor, which feels kind of surprising. But that three at the end, I think, did a lot to help that. Um, I mean, in the, and then the post game press conference, Nell Fortner was pushing the fact that there was just way too many offensive rebounds that Wake Forest had. I mean, get rid of if you get rid of some of those, um, of course, a lot of that's going to be due to the fact that Lorella Kubai just wasn't there for three quarters of the game. But even still, I mean, there was just some easy ones that Tech could have gotten that they just didn't. Um, that probably stretches the game out to more like a 50-42 to 42 kind of game, one that's way more comfortable. Uh, and then my iterated that rebounding just massively changes when Kuba is on the floor when I asked her afterwards. Um, a lot changes when your tallest and uh, ACC defensive player of the year isn't there. Um, it, it, there's a lot of things that, that go. Oh, well, yeah, one note actually that I did miss since our last podcast um, on – Tuesday, Lawton was named All ACC honorable mention, and then Kupai was named first team and ACC Defensive Player of the Year for the second straight year. So good stuff from them. They play again tonight against Notre Dame at eight o'clock. This is going to be huge for NCAA seeding because this is the 25, 25th seed Jackets versus twentieth seed or twentieth ranked uh, Wake Forest, or not Wake Forest, uh, Notre Dame. Uh, Notre Dame beat the Jackets earlier this year uh, in one of the overtime games, so. Definitely two very, two teams that are very close to each other in terms of skill. Um, I honestly, this is a coin toss game for me. Kubai, I imagine, should be playing because it was just a chin issue and not like a muscle or anything like that. Um, it didn't seem to have broken anything. Uh, winner will play the winner of this game will play the winner of Louisville and Miami. So no matter what, it's going to be tough for anyone at this point uh, going forward because it's just a bunch of ranked teams all going at it against each other in the last uh, three rounds of the ACC tourney. So with that, we will be back tomorrow. After tonight's game. Thanks, y'all.